previously on the Upside Down Dirty Podcast. This is a little different episode. I'm going to be talking with my friend Imelda. So for this episode, I asked her to come up with her top 25 favorite songs. So yeah, um, these are our top 25 favorite songs, 50 in all, of course. The secret word for this episode is Apple. Okay, welcome back. This is it. This is part four of episode seven of the Upside Down Dirty podcast with Imelda's and Ryan's top 25 favorite songs, 50 in all. We've gone through all of them but 10. So these these are our final 10 favorite songs. And once again, they're not songs that we consider necessarily considered to be the best written or composed some of them, yeah, we might feel that way, but it, it's just our favorite songs. So, yes, let's just get right into it. Thank you for listening. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Your next song. My next one is Rocket Queen by Guns N' Roses. Again, it's not a single, but I heard it since I was a kid because my brother was a big Guns N' Roses fan. I loved it, and I love the drums, mostly. Um, <laughs> there's a part in the song where you hear a woman moaning and, and she's moaning because she's having sex. So found out many, many, many years later that it's actually Axel Rose having sex with this girl. And the, and so we hear her making her sexual noises. When I was a kid, of course, I didn't know that. I just thought it was Axel. Right. So I just always thought like, why is Axel making those noises? <laughs> <laughs> like, and it is a raunchy song, um, but it's interesting because, I mean, it's not that raunchy. It's just, you know, he's, he's talking about her being a rocket queen and, you know, it's a little dirty, but then it ends with um, him kind of serenading her and uh, telling her like, um, what is he, um, I see you standing, standing on your own. Um, and then just said, like, I just want you to know that we'll always be friends. I, I know I totally fucked that up, but it's along those lines. <laughs> so it's a nice song. It's like a, I guess a girl that he dated and it didn't work out, but he'll always be there for her. Okay. Very nice. Um, the really cool thing is that when, in that part of the song, when the girl is moaning, all of a sudden there's slash on the guitar imitating her noises on his guitar oh wow <laughs> really really cool for a little bit you know and it's yeah like, yeah oh, okay that's awesome and then of course uh the drumming is just badass that is uh steven adler who was kicked out of the band when i was a kid i remember hearing about that um because of his drug use and stuff and it's just an awesome song uh i saw a video of Steven Adler at a music store and there's this crowd around him and he's at the drums. CC DeVille is there, the guitarist of Poison. He's there watching him. I think Ricky Rackman, the host of MTV, uh, what is it? Headbangers Ball. And they're all just standing around Steven Adler as he's playing the drums to Rocket Queen. So the song Rocket Queen is playing like okay. on a speaker or something. But there's Steven Adler playing, playing the drums, and he looks so happy doing it. And it was just the coolest thing. But uh, anyway, um, 
that is one of my favorite songs of all time. My favorite Guns N' Roses song. Actually. Okay, cool. I I, I feel a, like that a lot of people, Guns N' Roses fans <laughs> will be will think, yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Oh yeah, uh, that's knows? that's one of the ones. Again, it wasn't a single, but right, right. Um, if you're a GNR fan, you know that song, and you know it's <laughs> fucking badass. real badass. Okay, your turn. All right, my next one is a, a, a song that I've recently uh, really fell in love with because I I've only heard it like for the first time. I don't know, probably a, a few months ago. But it's called Talking Like You, and in parentheses, Two Tall Mountains, by Connie Converse, who hey. was like an artist who didn't have really any success. And uh-huh. in fact, um, she was born in New Hampshire, lived in New York, and ended up moving to Ann Arbor, Michigan. And Whoa. she became a writer and editor for this, uh, like, journal of conflict resolution. I think it was for a college, maybe. And she, um, and then she moved, or the offices of that, like, journal moved from Michigan to uh, Yale. And then just after her 50th birthday... In, 19, in August of 1974, she packed up her belongings in her Volkswagen, drove away, and was never heard from again, and no one knows what happened to her. Oh, wow. Wow. But, yeah, this song, Talking Like You, it's just so, she was like, she's become like kind of internet famous, and because of her disappearance, and she's kind of yeah regarded as one of the earliest like real like songwriters like at at least especially like a female songwriter and yeah there's a line in this song that i just love where she's describing like things out her window and she goes up in the tree there's sort of a squirrel thing and that's just such an odd way to describe something it's like some animal she doesn't know quite what it is but that's just it's I don't know. It's just funny, but beautiful to me. But yeah, Connie Converse. Yeah, you'll have to look her up. There's like some, there's been podcast episodes about her. I was going to say, there's this podcast I listen to called Weird Darkness. And that's, yeah. That's where I heard of her, I think, first. Do what? Yeah, that's where I heard of her. And then I checked, then I checked, uh, I checked her out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's an episode of this podcast, Weird Darkness, and he talked about, like, the episode is about um, uh, artists, whether they're, like, musicians, songwriters, poets, you know, whatever, they just disappeared. Yeah. They just oh, yeah, fuck, you told me about that, that's right. <laughs> you right, okay, yeah, it's been a while since I, since I, since I heard that episode, um, yeah, well, they talk about, quite, they talk about a number of people, so... What was her name again? Um, Connie Converse, just like the shoes. Right. <laughs> but you don't need to buy a pair of, actually. Let me see. Connie <laughs> Converse. It's, it's funny, oh, like, when I listen to the song, I picture her relaxing, like, playing the guitar, not wearing shoes. 
And just for the hell of it, I Googled some pictures of her. And the first picture I saw was her just playing with her, I think her legs crossed and just her in her stock, like nylons, like no shoes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let me see. I'm looking her up and I think I remember when they were talking about her, the host of the podcast was talking about her. I looked her up. And I think this is her. Like, didn't she have a family or something? Or Yeah, and they didn't really investigate her disappearance. They just, like, well, she seemed to have wanted to disappear. And, yeah, they didn't, they didn't seem to really mm-hmm. care from what I read. I, I guess well, somebody, somebody told them that they thought they saw her somewhere. I don't know, at some point, but... Ah, uh, who knows? Yeah. Oh. This episode is brought to you by the Kalamazoo, the only zoo in Kalamazoo, Michigan, with 450 different animals. Bring the whole family. Where are the animals moving to? Zebras, giraffes, the Kalamazoo. Okay, back to the show. All right. So anyway, yeah. So I, I uh, this morning I, I looked up this song by oh. the Royal Brigade or Royal Teens or whoever, and it's called the Jolly Green Giant, and it's just this dumb, silly song, um, about you know the Jolly Green Giant from the uh, vegetable. What? What brand of vegetable? Vegetables. Uh, is that? It's not. Is it Jolly Green Giant? I think it is. It, oh, hold man. on. I know that little jingle would be like green giant. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's. <laughs> I think it is called the Jolly Green Giant. Maybe I don't know. I I I can't remember if he's. I I feel stupid if I walked into the store right now and and I used to work in a grocery store for Christ's sakes, but I don't. Well, hey, I I'm. I'm. Let's see. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> oh no! Wait, it's just a green. It's called a Green Giant. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> but anyway, this song is uh, it's it's funny. Like it starts out talking about, or it starts out uh, just like uh, I don't know, saying how he just describing like he's in in the valley and. And then they have somebody in the background saying, like, vegetables, like, um, <laughs> corn, <laughs> um, yeah. artichoke hearts, and <laughs> carrots, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to look it up. It's, it's a goofy song. <laughs> so, do you know when it came out? Oh, in the 60s, I'm sure. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right, so what is your next one? Um Black by Pearl Jam. Okay. Yes, because that's another one that takes me back to elementary and I just I just think it's a great song. It's sad how, you know, you grow older and you can like relate to that song <laughs> you're like get heartbroken or get dumped. Or a relationship ends, you know, um, 
But yeah, I don't know why it just always takes me back. It just takes me back to being a kid. That song, I loved it so much, even back then. Cool. Okay. Yeah, Black. I, I'm I'm not familiar with that. I or it, the name of it anyway. I a lot of times, you know, I'll listen to a song and be like, oh, I just never knew the name of that song. Oh yeah, you'll know, you'll you'll know it. It's a very popular Pearl Jam song. Oh okay. Yes, it's one of those that um, I don't know if it's like a karaoke, like a popular karaoke one, but that's like the one that a lot of people love by Pearl Jam. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like when they were popular. I like, of course, I was still listening to Bob Dylan, just and uh, like all those like older music. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I, I I'm I'm aging strangely. Like I'm I'm probably about to get into nineties music. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> later this fall I'll be uh you'll be seeing me posting pictures with my with a new spin doctors t shirt and I know, right? <laughs> nah, collective like, soul. No no more <laughs> spin doctors. I wonder what happened popper. to them. I don't know. They were on. They were in an episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're producing music or something. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, they're doing all right. You know. Yeah, I wasn't. A, I didn't hate them, but I wasn't like in love with them either. No. Well, they. Yeah, they were kind of like a you know one hit wonder. As far as I know, two princes. I think mm-hmm. uh, that's two, the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, and that's not to shit on them because Christ, I don't have anything. You know, it's hard to harder than hell to get one hit. So yeah, I exactly. I don't I, I usually don't like getting into the whole like uh, oh well you know that's all they did you know their husbands or you know because I don't know that's kind of shitty I don't know. But anyway, yeah. black. Yeah, I'll have to. I I didn't. My uh, old phone. I forgot to plug it in after using it last night, doing this, and um, the battery was almost dead. So I have it charging in the other room. So I can't look up the song to, to see what oh, okay. it is. But that's all right. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eddie Vedder is is cool. I uh, I like. Um, his version of uh, Last Kiss. He he seems I, I heard I listened to him on a on a podcast. I don't remember which one, but yeah, he was just he was really cool and like seems like an easy guy to get along with. As long as you're not an asshole. He's one of the the giants, the the out of the man, a grunge man that has made it, you know, um, this, what's his face from Soundgarden is gone. Lane, Lane Staley's gone. Kurt's gone, you know, but he did very well for himself. Yeah. I don't ever recall hearing Eddie Vedder having a drug problem or any like thing like that. Right. Thinking of a, I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. Or maybe, maybe not. Uh, alcohol. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I looked up um, 
with Spin Doctors and the singer Chris Barron. This is sad. Uh, he lost his voice due to a rare acute form of vocal cord paralysis that severely affected his ability to talk, let alone sing. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's sad. Just like we said last night, it's like he's like Eric Clapton, I think. Something something's up with his hearing that is that or his arm that's like he can't play again. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, who else was it? Um, well, in the Ron Stan, Shania Twain also got Lyme disease and that affected. But she's touring now, so she's been doing a lot of like therapy for her voice. Yeah, yeah. And um, Phil Collins doesn't play the drums anymore, which was come? always a big hit. Uh, he just doesn't like it anymore. Just kidding. Oh. No, no, oh, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he hurt his back, like, and, and so it it causes too much pain, uh, so that he he can't. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying this like I talked to him yesterday, like. Hey Phil, how's it going? Oh shit, you can't play on here. But his son plays for him, so that's kind of cool. That is nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He all has like resentment towards his son now. He's just like, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I wonder if he like if Phil Collins can sit like on a donut and play like how <laughs> like that, how rock and roll, yeah, on a donut. <laughs> But that's good that he has at least his son to do it and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hopefully nice. he is like uh, like good job and and not like uh, so dad. Like his son is like so dad. How how did I do? And Phil's like, well, you're getting better, or you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a friend of mine uh, saw John Carpenter. Um, you know how John Carpenter tours and start, you know a tour with his music and stuff yeah and yeah. this is a few years ago and he said he's like yeah like john carpenter didn't play much it was his son who was like busting his ass there <laughs> like, oh, really? john carpenter was just kind of walking around on stage <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's uh, like handing over the reins so that he can yep. take over yep <laughs> I wonder if he's, his son has made any films. Or I'm sorry? Just, I wonder if his son has made any, like, gotten in, like, made any movies or worked on them, or if he just does the, like, helps him out. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think he worked with him for the the Blumhouse Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure, though. I'm not sure. But. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think... You're next. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my next song is Reach Out, I'll Be There by The Four Tops. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Then that actually the uh, last episode, um, <laughs> which I, I haven't released yet, but um, I actually nominated um, Levi Stubbs, the singer, to the um to my uh hall of fame which uh, oh. um speaking of which we will have to do we'll have to remember to do that after too i didn't even think about that <laughs> oh that's all right we got time 
<laughs> but um, yeah, we still got. Let's see. So we still got. Okay, just a, three songs each to go. Um, but yeah, that's it's just it's. I've always kind of liked it, but within the last like year or so, I've just been like, man, this song is amazing. And I just reading about how they like pushed him, Levi Stubbs, to to kind of like shout the lyrics. Uh-huh. And I guess they were actually influenced by Bob Dylan. Um, okay. I, I don't know which songs of his, but I guess Bob Dylan does kind of shout like Maggie's Farm. He's kind yeah. of shouting. So, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, after they recorded the song, they begged um, the, you know, Barry Gordy, the producer, not to release it because they just didn't like how it sounded. They it, it, they thought it sounded weird. And uh, so, yeah, had he not released it, uh, that prob- that song probably would, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it would have went to somebody else, like, uh, well, maybe The Temptations or something. <laughs> and it would be a totally right. different song. Oh, uh, um, another, um, The Four Tops, they also recorded a, a version of Walk Away Renee, which I don't, it, it's not, it, it's it's different. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I like it, but yeah, it's not, it, it's just, it's different. <laughs> yeah, I'm not but sure. Reach Out, I'll Be There is definitely... I, I, I made sure to keep that towards the end of, of my list here because I, I, I listen to it at least a couple times a week easily because I, I listen to my top 10 playlist at work because there's no, I don't have any songs really that have like, you know, vulgarity or anything. So, yeah. <laughs> but all right. Okay. What's your next song? Oh, let's see. Do um, I told you about this one? Uh, it's silly, but uh, by the Dixie Chicks, "Goodbye Earl." Oh, okay. It's <laughs> um, because I, uh, of course, they got they got in, in some trouble with it because, of course, these people that don't understand, I guess, like sarcasm and parodies, they just took it literally. They thought that the they were advocating for people to kill their abusers, like to murder them. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But of course, you know, the, the ladies came out and said, no, you know, uh, it's just a fantasy that a lot of battered women have, you know? Oh, it's, of it's, course. Yeah. It's all a fantasy. Yeah. It's all a fantasy that they have. And, you know, they don't necessarily do it. They just have that fantasy. And it's just a fun video too. You know, it's really neat. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just a fun song. I love it. I love yeah, how they I, made I like it. Not light of it, but just they took it seriously. They took, you know, of course, they're taking abuse seriously, but kind of having owning it and having some fun with it. Yeah, without, it's it, a, without making fun of abuse. It's it's kind of like a I don't know what you could almost call it like a slapstick art, but art slapstick artistic take or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, and and like uh. Like um, uh, you know, it has a it has a moral uh, of sorts, uh, <laughs> or yeah, they're def- definitely trying to say something. 
I, I don't. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder the origins of the song. If like, if one of them was in a relationship like that, or somebody they know. Right. How to and, if, and uh, his name was uh, Earl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure it's. I wonder if they talk about that. I'm sure it's somewhere online. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I remember. Um, does it? Maybe it even said it at the end of the video that the Dixie Chicks do not believe in murder, but they do believe in in revenge or something like that. I or I forget. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I maybe I that might have been a statement by by one of them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I've noticed that they go by the chicks, just the chicks now, not the Dixie chicks. Yeah, I was gonna mention that because Dixie is southern, and you know. Um, well, yeah, like they. That, huh? They're um, they also yeah there was controversy with them with uh, Republicans because they were, uh, they spoke out against uh, Bush. And yep. so, yeah, people were, uh, that the whole like shut up and just shut up and sing. But yet uh-huh. I'm sure none of them are saying that when they go see Kid Rock or, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, that is, country music, that genre, is, the demographics, it's just so nuts. And, I, and it's funny because, you know, it's ironic even that that's the safe station to put on when you're at work or whatever. Um, and because the music is, you know, wholesome and sometimes, you know, Christian and everything. But yet, the moment that you speak out against anything like uh right wing or you know the president forget it like they like yeah they're yeah savages you know um it's ridiculous i don't get it it's like all those minds that go on and on about america the free yet you're banishing this group for just stating that they're not proud of being from texas or something or bush or whatever you know right so, right <laughs> Uh, but anyway yeah goodbye earl (laughs) um when that came out i worked with a guy named uh earl (laughs) (laughs) and so he was like oh man that he he did i I don't know if he really hated the song but he pretended to although i i know i heard him singing it one day (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it's funny I love that they got the guy from NYPD Blue to to play the to play Earl, yeah, and then they brought yeah, him back. Yeah, Dennis like, Franz. Yeah. And Psycho, his, he was in Psycho Two and <laughs> Body Double. What's his name? Uh, Dennis Franz. There you go. Oh, and, and of course he was uh, George's inspiration on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> he had the pic- picture of him because he was bald or balding. Yeah. It was like, well, he's he's bald, but he's a fucking badass. So, hey. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> he's got the hair dryer and he's looking at de- the picture of Dennis Franz as he's... Yeah. <laughs> Which, if I remember correctly, it was a big poster that he had of him. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. 
<laughs> that was funny. And then does he like wink at himself or something? <laughs> oh god, that guy. <laughs> okay, so Tennessee, it's your Tennessee, turn. Tennessee ham and strawberry jam. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's a nice cool breeze right now. <laughs> I had to lean into it. Okay. <laughs> All right, my next song, speaking of cool breeze, is Winter by Tori Amos. Um, I haven't heard that in forever. Oh, good. I wasn't I don't know if we've ever talked about Tori, but Yeah, that is um at times, I would definitely say it's my favorite song, and I think it's in addition to "Break My Stride." I would. This is another song that I thought would be uh, that I would want played at my funeral. I'm not <laughs> no no real reason. It's just because I love the song so much. Yeah. Also, and, no, she was here in San Antonio about a year or two ago, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. But I, you know, honestly, I only grew up with one of her albums, which was uh, Little Earthquakes. Okay, yeah. And I knew that whole album, and um, and then she came out with a song, like I think when I was in college, called "Sweets of Sting." So good, it's mm. a really cool song. What, um, wait, what is it? Sweet the Sting. Oh, okay. That's a groovy. It's a groovy one. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm. I've listened to it. I'm sure. I I can't picture it. But she's got so many songs and albums, and um, I know. Yeah, her uh, her live version of. Well, she. I mean, there's lots of them, but there's uh. She has a like a bootleg. She put out a bunch of bootleg uh, CDs, and where she kind of played these characters at these different concerts. And one of the characters she played, she named uh, Pip, P I P, and Pip was like kind of vulgar and and uh, like dressed in black and. And uh, the live versions of, like, Waitress and um, Precious Things are and Cruel are, are just really awesome. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I recommend those. Yeah, Precious Things. I should revisit her. Yeah, yeah. I, you definitely should. Yeah, talk about taking me back to the day. I'm sure it's going <laughs> to be very nostalgic. <laughs> it's funny. The, the reason I got into or found out, found out about her is there was this girl that I thought was cute. And uh -huh. it was, you know, I was like, I don't know, well, 18, probably nine or 19 in college. And she, this girl was lived, lived in the dorms and... I, I guess I, I must have hung out with her one time or no, I think I, I, I was with some friends and we were in her dorm and she was playing, uh, uh, Tori, I guess. And I asked like who it was and 
And I think even though, like I said, I did think she was cute. I think she uh-huh. assumed that I was just asking like, because I was hit, I was hitting on her, but I really uh-huh. did want to know who it was. And I asked, I borrowed, I asked if I could borrow the CD and I did. And I probably made a copy of it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure I had a CD burner, either that or I recorded it on more than likely I recorded it on a cassette tape. And, but, uh, yeah, then after that, I just, I looked up more music of hers and I never, I don't know if I ever talked to that girl again, but <laughs> her, her name was my heart. I became obsessed with Tori and I stalked her for a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, but she does have, crazy fans like that tori amos oh no i'm sure yeah maybe like, both uh, yeah i'm sure of, of probably many many different ages <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i remember hearing that that she just has like just some really like fans that just kind of overstep their boundaries you know yeah yeah all right so what is your next song um so this one again has to well it's just a great song handle me with care oh traveling wilbury yeah the best super group of all time like there's no topping them i mean how can you tom petty bob dylan harrison you know roy orbison um there's no way you can top that <laughs> no no and, um so i love the song and it was the cool thing about it is that it, it came out what like late 80s or 90s and yeah yeah my dad was just really happy to see them you know on tv and everything like this like new you know which is <laughs> you know a new song a new video and so he loved it he was just like really happy that uh that they were all back with each other and stuff so um and yeah it's just a yeah and then each voice you you know who it is singing you can tell who it is oh yeah yeah great so so great yeah i i first borrowed those cds uh from my aunt and because i i didn't i had no idea that they well and I, i probably was first that was when i was first getting into tom petty and so I borrowed Tom Petty CDs from her. And then she told me about the Traveling Wilburys. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Handle Me With Care. That's, yeah. That was probably their biggest hit. And it, yeah, it is it is deservedly it's such a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been wanting to go back to Del Rio and like jam out to that song with my dad again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who knows when that'll happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, travel for anybody that uh, that was, yeah, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Roy Orbison, Jeff Lynn, and George Harrison. I didn't leave anybody out, did I? I don't uh, no. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think you I think we got them off. What if <laughs> and what if share it was share then with <laughs> one one woman? <laughs> oh, who else? That'd be weird. Like who else? 
What if they added somebody else? Who else would they have added? It'd be cool to add a woman. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> yeah. That that would be yeah that'd be a good one, but they're more from the '60s. So like, well, no, not Tom Petty or, but like, let's see. Hmm. Oh, um. Drawing a blank. Hmm. Maybe Grace Slick from Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what she's up to. You don't hear about her. These I, days. I saw a Pizza Hut last week. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she delivered my pizzas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, right. It's probably worth like millions. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to think about that. I might ask other people uh, who they would add as like another member of the Traveling Wilburys. They all had nicknames yeah. too, like uh, uh, Lucky. I think Tom, I think Bob Dylan was Lucky. I could be wrong. Lucky, Lefty, uh, I think Tom Petty was Charlie T, I think, which is weird because that's not really a nickname, but right. I might have that wrong, too. Yeah, I wouldn't know. There's Dopey, Sneezy, just kidding, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you're next. Okay, yeah, we only have two left. Yeah. All right. Well, this is definitely one of my new favorite songs that I listen to um, a lot. <laughs> and that is Rome by the B-52s. Um, okay. Yeah. That's another happy one. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that song yeah. was awesome, you know, as a kid and the video and everything. <laughs> oh, I've, I've actually never even seen the video. Really? Uh, I I really only or just got into it because it w wasn't it played at the end of an episode of either Gilmore Girls or Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think it was Maisel because Maisel they uh, always had a song playing at the during the end credits. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That must have been yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, so that that is really when I watched that episode. That's when I really like. I and I had heard the song before, but I never paid much attention to it. And yeah, I just realized how great of a song that is. And of course, that's another testament to the power of putting a song in at in a show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, do you remember which episode it was? No, no, I don't neither because it, if it often didn't necessarily have anything to do with the episode um it probably did but i just didn't quite catch it but but yeah um i have i don't know how many different versions of that song on my playlist uh the like live versions and it, it's funny because there's one of them where at the very end of the song fred schneider is like, uh, you know, he's like, you know, next time somebody asks you for a light, hand them a strobe light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I read that um, when he, 
when Fred Schneider told, came out to his mom, like he told her she was, or she, he told her he was gay and she was vacuuming. And she just, uh, she just kind of said, Oh, I know Freddie and just continued vacuuming. <laughs> um, how cute. So she was like, okay with it. That's cool. Which is cool. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> That's adorable. All right. What's your, all right. This is it, right? This, this is, is it. The, this okay, is the last song. So this is actually my favorite song of all time. And it is in the still of the night. Oh, yes. Okay. This, this is the one. And I had heard that song, you know, I guess a few times growing up. I, you know, but Dirty Dancing, VH1, they used to show movies at rock. And um, they were showing Dirty Dancing a lot. And by that point, I, I knew about Dirty Dancing. I was in high school, but I had no interest in the stupid movie. I thought it was going to be stupid, you know, it's like dumb, whatever, romantic girl movie. But I just started watching it and I became obsessed with Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, yeah. And that song, it just, oh, I don't know what it did to me. It just like spoke to me and I just, um, and I didn't like write it and then, like write it in there, label it as my favorite song of all time. But as, as years went by, every time I hear it, just fucking, I just fucking love it. It's a beautiful gorgeous song and um i was super excited because in the irishman the scorsese movie on netflix it starts with that song oh really awesome hell yeah that's badass not only that but it ends with that song oh man yeah i still haven't seen that movie but <laughs> imagine my elation oh I, <laughs> like, i'm sure yeah there's there's just so much going on because i was already excited for this movie you know, um, and when it, you know, and I just loved it. Fucking, it is such a great, great film. And then, you know, it ended and it just, and I was very satisfied with the ending. And of course I was still like, wow, like, that was so, such a great fucking movie. My God. And I finally get to see it, you know, cause it had been, and they've been talking about it for years before, you know, and they were all coming back together Pacino Pesci Harvey Keitel De Niro of course and um then yeah so they ended with that song and I just thought that was fucking perfect yeah I I I just looked up the song because I want to see how long it was uh like charting um and it, it said it says on Wikipedia that it is heard in several films and such as and the yeah, they mentioned Dirty Dancing and I and the Irishman, and then the one that immediately jumped to my mind is the Buddy Holly story, when they they're like uh, parked at like kind of a, I don't know, it must be a makeout point, and that song is playing on the radio, or Buddy like well Gary Busey as Buddy Holly changes the radio station, and that, uh-huh. that song comes on. Yeah, it's just a sweet song. It's it's just very beautiful, you know. It's yeah, it's really nice. And the voices, of course, when you sing it, and then uh, um, I suggest you check out the the video of them on stage singing it, and the guys, the background, the background singers are dancing, and they have a oh. really cool dance. And some of the white audience members look kind of scared, and you know, oh, it's weird. You can tell that like they want to like it. 
but they're just kind of like holding it in, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, I don't know if it's just me imagining the reaction like that, but it's just, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah but, when you watch yeah video well that history of rock and roll that i've met, that i've brought up uh -huh. earlier um it um it had it featured little richard on there talking about how when pat boone recorded good gall or tutti fruity at first he was like he was like upset and just like uh well i don't know, just upset about it uh until people started that that pat boone doing that song kind of made it okay for people to start checking out little richard and then he became more popular so in a way pat boone kind of bridged a gap between um black and white audiences uh uh, as far as music so then he uh yeah he was okay i i don't know <laughs> if he always felt that way like um after that even but uh for this interview he did anyway <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah and if you watch if you watch uh pat boone's version of tutti frutti it's just the whitest thing you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, he's, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> um, the history of rock and roll, was it like a, like an hour long show or was it like a thing where they had different? No, I, I think it was, it was on like several days or something like that. Um, I mean, not all, I, I mean, like every day it had, had like an hour long episode or something i'm yeah i'm, I'm not sure really but uh but I, I think it's a pretty long it was a pretty long it goes through like like the beginning like the roots of like gospel and blues uh -huh. and then uh yeah it goes through the, like the british invasion uh yeah. folk, folk like bob dylan and and then the Beatles and like pretty much all, well, the history of rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got the gist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to check. Hopefully I can find it online. That'd be really neat uh, to see that. Cause I think I do remember it being on TV and I may have watched it. I just don't remember. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what year it came out, but I know I, when I did a report on Buddy Holly, uh, in it was a call, it was a college course, but I took it before I actually got into college through Upward Bound. Um, I took a in, it's it was a class called Intro to Humanities, and that class, yeah, gave me like I think two college credits, and um. Then I dropped out of college, and so it did nothing for me. <laughs> no, but um, anyway, I, I at the end of the class, I wrote a uh, like a paper on Buddy Holly, and I I used that video as a source 
and the the professor didn't really or he was okay with it but i used a lot of like video sources and he i remember he wrote on there that you know you should try to use some like you know book sources yeah yeah, definitely. So, right, yeah. And I, I mean, I did, but not as many. Most of it was from listening to interviews and, and stuff. Although, I don't know. I still think that should be okay. Because um, it's like you actually see the person saying it. Um, oh, well, I mean, not really. Not not exactly Buddy. Not Buddy Holly. There wasn't, there's not much video footage of him, like, in interviews, I don't think. But... Um, I, I went into like his influence and, and like other people talking about him. So, but anyway, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan here. So this history of rock and roll that was on TV in 1995, it was released, apparently was narrated by the one and only Gary Busey, who of course played Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story. Huh. Makes me want to watch it again. Anyway, back to the show. So yeah, that is, uh, yeah, In the Still of the Night. That is also one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, now this next one, is it your favorite song of all time or just one of your favorites? Yes. Oh, and that, okay, so that means I I have to end it. I if I should have planned it out so that you end it, but oh well. I guess. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, let's. We got to do it all over again. Just kidding. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, all right. So yeah, this this song is the song that has woken me up every morning for the past six years. And yeah, it it is. I would have to say my favorite song, and that is "When Will I Be Loved," Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Although the version that I, uh, the version of the song that I wake up to is actually by a local group, which I don't think they're together. They're not together anymore, but they were called uh-huh. the Door Cats, and it was um, this uh, local artist Carrie Carrie Yost and uh, a couple of her uh, I get friends, yeah. <laughs> And they have they recorded a version of this song on um at a like at like a music festival, I guess. Uh-huh. And it's on YouTube if you look up uh the Door Cats and When Will I Be Loved and it's I just I love their version, but it's I'm kind of side by siding it with Linda Ronstadt's Linda Ronstadt's version because I love that equally. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that is, and I, I, I love the, uh, the original version by the Everly brothers too. It's, it's uh-huh. different, but it's, it's, that's just such a good song. Yeah. The Everly brothers, nobody talks about them anymore. Nobody. And they were so great. My dad had a video cassette of their con, one of their concerts and, you know, we watch it a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, Simon and Garfunkel live in Central Park. We watched <laughs> that a lot. Um, which I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed that I didn't put a Simon and Garfunkel song in my list either. Well, like, Damn. 
we'll do this. We'll do this again. <laughs> but yeah, Linda Ronstadt. Oh God, she just just she just makes everything better. She really does. Yeah, yeah. Her voice is just un oh, no. unreal. It's perfect. Perfect, perfect. So yeah, that yeah. Every I mean I so every day I set two alarms, and that song is the first alarm. And then the second alarm is just my top 10 playlist. So it's, it's a random song, which I also uh -huh. like having a, a, a random second song. Come on. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, and I always, I always wake up to it and I just wake up feeling good. Well, not, maybe not exactly. Say, like, that's but... a kind of a, cra a crappy song to wake up to. It's like, when will I be loved another day? Um, oh, no, no. I, I, well, yeah, I understand. Like it's, it is a sad song, but I've, I don't, I, it, it makes me happy. I don't know why I, yeah, that's not the reason why I, I like it or identify with it. Right. If you don't identify with it personally like that, then it's cool. Yeah. 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 Me on the other hand, I will wake up in tears and then just go back to bed. <laughs> the covers call in call in sick myself a mimosa and <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good song yay hey did i say the secret word no i don't think so i'll have to listen again but uh i i i didn't notice you saying it and i've been trying to keep it in mind but we did get pretty in-depth with some some of our discussions, yeah. so. <laughs> Figured, like, hmm. Like, can you reveal it now? Um, in just a second, I got to stop and restart again because we're at 29 minutes. Okay. All right. Well, actually, before before I reveal the word, because you might still say it, um, let's see. I'll have you nominate something to my the Hall of Fame. Anything? The, the guest hall of fame. Yeah, it can be anything. Preferably oh, something you, you know, good, you enjoy, you know. Right. Oh, man, I don't know. Um... Yeah, so, so far on the hall of fame, I have nominated Scrabble, James Best, Super Mario Brothers 3, Godzilla, Icebergs, and Levi Stubbs. And my friend Clayton has nominated nominated ramen. My friend Heather nominated mullets. My friend Jeremy nominated root beer in glass bottles. Chris Sor Chris Sorrentino nominated cool substitute teachers. John Saluga <laughs> nominated the cool side of the pillow. Hell yeah! And my friend Clayton in his second episode nominated restaurants with interesting ordering procedures. And then my friend Heather nominated Manta Rays. Huh. Well, your friends are all funny, and they all have, like, funny responses. I, like, feel like I have to... Damn it. I should have thought about this. I totally forgot about the Hall of Fame. Um, I would say... You know what? Um, Dajin, which is a chili powder that's very popular here, and it's just like a... You pour like on your on your snacks. It's a Mexican thing. Oh, okay. And I'll spell it for you if you need me to. Yeah, for sure. It's wait. Uh, I should try to guess like uh, Dalrymple. I'm trying to spell uh, Russell Dalrymple's last name yeah. on Seinfeld. Yeah. So wait, <laughs> say even... it. Say it one more time. 
Gahin. Okay. You're on. Never mind. D A J I N. Close. Gahin. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a T instead of a D. T as in Tom. Oh, oh, okay. T A J I N. Oh, all right. Okay, well, that makes sense, yeah. In fact, I'm freezing some pickle juice, some dill pickle of rind, and um, with some of that in there. So oh, I can cool. <laughs> I love pickle juice, and I'm PMSing, you know, so I'm, like, really craving that. And um, so that way I can eat it, like, when it freezes, I can break it apart and just, like, a snow cone, kind of. A pickle juice snow cone. Oh, ooh, interesting. <laughs> Do we Mexicans? We're, we're just, we love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tahin, all right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I hadn't, uh, I, I had something in mind to nominate, but I, I know I wrote it down and I don't remember what it was, so I'm going to have to think of something uh, or try to remember. Um, let's see. Oh, I know. Clouds. Clouds? Yeah, clouds. I love clouds. I have probably thousands of pictures of clouds saved on uh, my external hard drive and uh, stuff over the years. Yeah, big fluffy clouds, really dark, looming, uh, ominous oh, thunder clouds. Yeah, I just I love I love clouds. The omen clouds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are my favorite. I love like the, the the dark gray storm clouds are fucking awesome, especially in the spring because everything is green and so then here come like the dark clouds and the contrast is so cool looking you know between the darkness of the clouds and the green the greenery uh yeah i love it yeah 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 and i i do like like big like fluffy clouds that look like like cotton balls and then the, like if the sun is kind of behind them and it just shines on like a certain part of it and outlines one of them yeah, uh -huh. it's really cool. Yes. And I've spent time online looking up, uh, like, pictures of cool clouds. You would like it here, like, during hurricane season, especially there's, like, a hurricane kind of near, like, the coast because we, you know, if it does hit the coast uh, um, or even if it's just a tropical storm, those clouds, like, come over here. and Sometimes we do get a lot of rain. Um, and, yeah, it's, like, super, like, just crazy cloudy like but just it's just a little bit different than regular clouds i guess okay um yeah they're hurricane clouds that that come over here yeah definitely i'm i'm sure i've seen a, a lot of pictures of of clouds around you know, from texas and, and the yeah. that part of the country like pr like around and like tornado like oh, dark yeah. clouds and yeah have y'all do y'all get tornadoes up there or not not really no uh we've had but they've been more usually it's water spouts that we get and and we don't really see them i can't 
I almost want to say that I kind of saw one one time, but it, it was real quick and it dissolved before I really got uh, uh-huh. a sense of what it was. Whew. Ryan here. All right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here. I don't remember ever seeing anything like a water spout. We we had one around here and I saw pictures of it. I I don't know if I was like delirious when I said that recording this or what, but I have no idea why I said that. So, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm losing my mind maybe. Anyway, Back to the show. Let's see what other dumb shit I say. And then I think I heard about it like the next day. That that was a few years ago. And we did have a tornado touchdown um, about like an about an hour away, uh, uh-huh. hour and a half away from here or about uh, 60 listens of walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> Cause that's where <laughs> it was in the same area where I went to my friend Karen's uh, wedding. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause you know how they say that like the sky turns green when there's a tornado or, or a tornado nearby. I've seen it and it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. It's like, and I always heard it, but I never, I never saw it for myself. And then one time there was a tornado warning in my hometown and, um, I was outside and I saw like the, the greenery. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and then, and the tornado actually did touch down, but like on the outskirts of my hometown. But, um, yeah, it's pretty. Wow. Pretty Man. Yeah. Pretty scary, of course, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned big fluffy clouds, have you ever seen Fantasia, the original? Yes, yeah. That part that always I, that I always loved was when Zeus, you know, like in the Greek mythology part, and you know Zeus brings in the storm and he's throwing down like the lightning or whatever, and yeah, then, like, that's the tired and he just like grows up in his clouds. Is that the in the hall of the mountain king part? No, it's the Greek mythology part. Oh, okay. Like with the centaurs and then everything, and then it starts storming, and um, and yeah, and then it shows Zeus, like he just like gets tired and just you know just again like, just rolls up inside his clouds. It looks so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I want to be in that cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty badass. Awesome. All right, so take uh, just take one more, take a guess. You're you're the I think you're the first person that didn't try to guess the word, or I don't. Maybe my friend Heather didn't. Um, let's see. Carrot. Oh nope. <laughs> All right, Damn. so like I will tell you what it is now. Um, you were close is- with because it it is a food. But and so yeah, we'll just say I'll say right now that it's 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 too late now to guess, and I'll just tell you the secret word was apple. Damn. So, and when I when I was when I chose the page of the dictionary, um, 
I was looking at all the words and like I was trying to figure out which one would be, you know, one that, you know, wouldn't come up like many times in the conversation because it seems like every page there's always uh, one or two that are like, well, that's too easy. You know, yeah. Like a word like the or, you know, something like that. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I thought, you know, this word could come up. I was thinking, like, what if you pick and, and like when we were talking about uh, like PJ Harvey and Liz Fair, Tracy Bonham, you know, you may you possibly could have brought up Fiona Apple. Oh, damn, that's true. <laughs> I didn't think of her. Or the Beatles records, you know, Apple Records. Yeah, Apple Studios. Or yeah. Apple Studios, yeah. Was Abby, yeah, Apple, no, is that, that's Apple Records, I think. Me, or, I, I yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Apple, yeah. Fiona Apple, damn it. Well, I owe her <laughs> 10 bucks. Well, I was going to put that $10 towards DoorDash, but <laughs> screw them, they're being jerks, so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, thank you for doing this. This was a lot of fun. I don't know how many, I think this may end up being like four hours or four and a half hours or something, but I'll edit it down and we'll see what it actually ends up being it, it was a lot of fun i don't even if nobody even listens to this um it'll be fun to look back on years from now okay i'll, I'll become famous and i'll tell people about it yeah there you go <laughs> famous doing what i don't know but <laughs> eating uh tahin and yeah you can make your own i do it or i od on it yeah <laughs> All right. Well, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for yeah, having yeah. me on this. And we'll do it again. Okay. All right. Have a good okay. night. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. We made it through all of our 25 slash 50 favorite songs. And I'm sure if we were to re-record this, we'd probably make a few different choices just because, you know, your taste changed from week to week sometimes day to day. All right. I want to thank my friend Imelda for recording this with me. It was a lot of fun. And I want to thank you for listening. And I am going to include a link to a Spotify playlist that I made with all of our songs on there. The playlist is called Imelda's and Ryan's Top 25. And the only song that isn't on there is um, the furniture song, um, Brilliant Mind, because that is currently not available on Spotify right now, but you can find it on YouTube, I imagine. So, yeah, I guess the only thing left to say is, uh, oh, you could email me at uddpod at gmail.com. And other than that, thank you for listening, and thanks, Tom. And we will all go together when we go. What a comforting fact that is to know. Universal bereavement, an inspiring achievement. Yes, we all will go together when we go. We will all go together 
when we go All suffused with an incandescent glow No one will have the endurance To collect on his insurance Lloyds of London will be loaded when they go We will all fry together when we fry We'll be French fried potatoes by and by There will be no more misery When the world is our rotisserie Yes, we all will fry together when we fry Down by the old maelstrom There'll be a storm before the calm And we will all bake together when we bake There'll be nobody present at the wake With complete participation in that grand incineration Nearly three billion hunks of well-done steak Oh, we will all char together when we char And let there be no moaning of the bar Just sing out a tedium when you see that ICBM And the party will be come as you are We will all burn together when we burn There'll be no need to stand and wait your turn When it's time for the fallout And St. Peter calls us all out We'll just drop our agendas and adjourn You will all go directly to your respective Valhallas Go directly, do not pass, go, do not collect $200 And we will all go together when we go Every hottentot and every Eskimo When the air becomes uranius We will all go simultaneous Yes, we all will go together when we all go together. Yes, we all will go together when we go. I was going to say, like, I wonder if you, like, if Phil Collins can sit, like, on a donut and play, like, how... <laughs> <laughs> like that, how rock and roll. Yeah, on a donut. <laughs>